0: Welcome to Leading to Sales. I believe we are on episode four now and my name is Brett Williams. I am your host and we are going to be talking about personal branding and the power of personal branding with a very close friend of mine, Jamie Green, also known as the Solar Queen. So we'll be back here in just a minute with that.
1: Welcome to the Leading to Sales Podcast. Every week, we're bringing you leadership, sales, and marketing strategies to help you move your business forward. Here's our host, internationally known sales and marketing leader, Brett Williams.
0: Welcome, Jamie. How's it going?
1: Good. Things are good.
0: Awesome. You're out in uh, sunny California, but it may not, it's not, not quite been as sunny and warm here lately, has it?
1: Uh, yesterday was a little overcast and gloomy, but today it's actually sunny. So I'm, okay. the blue sky is out there. So that's kind of <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, um, you know, today we mentioned this, or I've talked to you about this earlier. We're talking about personal branding. And when it comes to Jamie, um, you know, I had the the fortune of meeting Jamie through a mastermind group that we're both a part of. And Jamie um, is, she kind of operates like what I call a duck. Um, and, and this is funny. This is the first time that she's heard this. Um, Jamie's one of those people that's like above water. She's like calm, cool, and collective, and you never know what's going on. But underneath, she's working like crazy, and she's building business like nobody I've ever seen. And here's the amazing part is she's done it from a position of personal branding. Um, and frankly, Jamie, in... All of the time that I have studied branding and marketing, you are one of the best that I have ever seen at your personal branding and, and converting that into dollars. Because that's more important than anything. And I don't say it's more important than anything. But <laughs> if you're not converting personal branding into dollars, you're just famous. And I've never met a uh, any type of company that would take fame as a payment. Right. So, um, that's. I mean, you know, let's just dive right in. I mean, you are You've got your name right there. There's your personal branding right there yeah, on your screen, Jamie is. Green, the solar queen. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of your, I guess you could call it your origin story, where you come from and and where you're, what you've got going on right now.
1: Sure. So I was actually born in Korea, Seoul, Korea. And when I was about five and a half months old, I was adopted and came to America. So I grew up in Washington state. Uh, where it's rainy all it's not rainy all the time but there was a time where I remember 90 straight days of rain if you God. can imagine <laughs> no that's why I, I live in California
0: because <laughs> <laughs> now it's like 360 days of straight sun right <laughs>
1: yeah 300 yeah a lot of it is um but yeah I grew up in Washington state my family's uh you know, it's an interesting family that I grew up in. My brother and my sister, my younger brother and my younger sister were adopted as well. My sister's Korean, half black, half Korean. And then my brother's adopted from India. And then we have an older brother who are our um, parents' birth child. So a very ethnically diverse family. Uh, and, you know, they're all doing well and everything. And so, yeah, we grew. that's where I grew up. Uh, I moved to California about 11 years ago when I met my husband, and uh, he grew up here. Um, we met through eHarmony, actually, nice. and dated long distance, and then we moved. Yeah, so he proposed, and I said, yes, where where should we live? And, and at that point in time, I think we decided to move to California, for me to move to California because I was tired of the rain and the cold. It's gorgeous up oh, there, but God. I can always visit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is that where your family still is up in Washington?
1: My two brothers still live in Washington okay. and then my, uh, and my dad, my parents actually got divorced when I was about 12 years old, okay. um, so they still live up there. And then my mom and her husband and my sister and her fiance live in New York. So oh. they're on, uh, I guess, Long Island, New York. My mom's on Long Island, New York, and my sister's in the Bronx, I think. Oh, nice. I think the Bronx, yeah.
0: Okay. Very cool. Near the now, East River. You know what's so you're in the solar industry now, mm-hmm. but um, you didn't start, you know, you didn't start your professional career in the solar industry. Um, and you had a very unique job prior to going into the solar industry. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So uh, before, well, I guess going when I turned 20, I had dropped out of college, or I had taken a break from college. I didn't drop out. Well, yeah, I kind of did drop out. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I started, I got a job at Boeing. Um, what I was actually waiting to do was get into Bible college, actually, at Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. Okay. I got accepted, but they had this rule that you know incoming freshmen or incoming students, first year students, had to live on campus, because it's right downtown Chicago. I don't know if you've been to Chicago before or even heard of Moody Bible Institute, but uh, that was the plan. And so I got accepted, but they didn't have any housing. So I really didn't get to go. Uh, So I ended up a mentor of mine at the time was like, well, why don't, while you're waiting to get on, you know, to campus or live on campus, why don't you look at my husband hat works for Boeing and he's, there's a position open at the Boeing company. And you would be perfect for it. So I said, okay, sure, I'll take a look. So I applied. Here I am, 20 years old. No college degree. I mean, not much. Um, except for my, I guess, my personality.
0: <laughs> Which is awesome.
1: <laughs> Which is awesome. And yeah, I interviewed the next week and I was started my job at the Boeing company the following week. And That's so I right. worked at the Boeing company. I had three like major jobs. The f- first one was I was an executive assistant. I started out as a technical aid in flight training. And then I graduated up to being an executive assistant for the flight trainer, a director of flight training and the director of flight standards. So two, two bosses, very important at the Boeing company. Um, just They were doing my annual review. And they were like, why are you not working full-time? I was like, well, I'm trying to go to college in Chicago. Well, why don't, why don't you? And I go, but I'm not going. It's not happening. So they're like, we need a full-time person. So how about you take the job? So that's how I got it.
0: That is awesome. Yeah, so, awesome. so
1: that happened right around 2001, you know, with 9-11 happening. It devastated the aviation industry, the world, not just aviation industry, but the world. And um, shortly after that, there was a position open to be a program manager, airline program manager. So that's what I did. I managed training programs and relationships from the very beginning of the training program, meeting with the airlines, traveling around the world, and then setting everything up and making sure everything was executed and and took place on time. People were where they needed to be. Training materials were printed and delivered. And and I did that for six years. So I I really enjoyed that. Um, And I, I feel like that, was really the thing that uh, prepared me for where I'm at today, which is, you know, so much of business is relationships. So yeah. I would have to build relationships with complete strangers in a very, you know, particular industry and maintain those relationships. So everything was, you know, taken care of. Yeah. So that's what I did at the Boeing company. The last the last thing I did there was uh, working in the operations center. Um, Boeing Operations Center. And then I was like, okay, I'm out. I'm retiring (laughs) because I had met my husband, retired from the Boeing company at the ripe age of 30. There you go. And then uh, moved to California.
0: So how, when you came to California, obviously you were no longer with Boeing, but how did that, how did you end up in the solar industry?
1: Well, uh, that's an interesting uh, story too. So I guess the best way to describe it was you know, after I got married, I started having children. Before children, I was doing, a, I had built a photography business. So, as a wedding photographer, Um, I did race photography. I did lots of different photography and I loved it. But it was really hard to manage that kind of a career with young children. Yeah. Um. So, I I kind of transitioned into a little bit of stock market trading, like the financials market. Okay. Yeah. And the, I, quickly figured out that that's not feasible with young children either especially on the west coast <laughs> um i dabbled with e-commerce and actually you know successfully did it i wasn't profitable but i would say i was successful in executing and and uh, learning e-commerce which gave me the idea of oh my gosh this is this e-commerce or this digital space is pretty amazing cuz for the longest time i was a user i was a consumer of of social media Um, But when I learned that I could be on the other end, I was like, this is incredible. So I learned about Ty Lopez. I learned about from Ty Lopez, I learned about Joe Soto and doing digital marketing. So that's how I got introduced into the solar industry because at the very same time of learning digital marketing and thinking, okay, I think I could do this as a mom of three young kids. I think I can do a lot of it. You know, the sales piece I'll have to learn. But as far as executing on everything else, I, you know, I could probably learn this and do this from home, because um, I was thinking I gotta, I just need something to do other than being a mom. I know that being a mom is a lot of work, but I needed something. You know, I needed some some other out for yeah. uh, my creativeness because I feel like I'm a very creative person. At the same time, a friend of mine from the past had said, hey, Jamie, what's going on through Messenger? And, and I said, not much. I just have my family and I'm doing some digital marketing and learning about chatbots and I mean, all this crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, what are you up to? And he's like, I'm helping a friend build his solar company. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really cool. Tell me more. And so out of that came, he's like, well, rather than me telling you, why don't we just send someone out? So you can experience it and learn, you know, hear, hear what he has to say right. and see if solar is right for you. So what I didn't realize was he was selling me on solar. Yeah. <laughs> I was a lead. <laughs> <laughs> so out of that, I, he came to the house um, and I I thought, oh my gosh, I can do this. That's it. Like, this is the presentation Like. It wasn't like it was a no-brainer but it kind of felt and I I know one of our our, our mentor Jeffrey doesn't like that word no-brainer but it re- solar in California and some of the other states is really yeah. a no-brainer when it comes to you know money like cost because yeah. yeah. the cost of energy in California is so expensive solar the cost of solar and the solar equipment even with financing is way more affordable and it's a you know a fixed payment so yeah for your energy that you're going to be using anyways. And um, so, yeah, so I learned, I, I messaged my friend back and I said, I want to do what this guy does. How do I learn how to do that? And what yeah. I didn't realize was I was like stepping into sales, which I had avoided wanting to do sales my entire life. <laughs> so that's really yeah. how it happened. And so he said, yeah, okay, sure. Bring us 10 leads and, 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 you know, see how many of those close, and you can earn a little commission off of that. and, then once you've proven yourself and you're trained in everything you need to know, then you can start selling. As long as you're fine with getting your own leads, yeah. That was the thing. I had to get my own leads. Yeah. Because they weren't going to give me leads that they had paid a lot of money for because I wasn't tied to their schedule. I wasn't tied to, you yeah. know, running five appointments all over the s- northern California every five, 6 days a week. I said yeah. no way to that. I will be a self-generated lead salesperson. <laughs> you know, so that's and that's how it started.
0: That's so awesome cuz you know, I, I know a lot of um a lot of our audience that is on LinkedIn, they're uh, we're seeing the shift in the sales industry, especially in the technology and SaaS area where the full cycle's being split. Like you're having sales development reps that are generating the leads, and then they're Mm -hmm. passing them over to account executives who are doing a lot of the closing. Um, And I I was listening to, um, I can't remember whose podcast it was, but they were talking about the myth of the full cycle AE. Mm. And, you know, what what I'm hearing you say is, a lot of this personal branding that you've developed came because effectively you had to be a full cycle AE. Yeah. And so that's, that's just fascinating to me because how have you, I mean, self generating leads and, and your obviously when you're doing that, your personal branding is the key. What have you seen has been has been really effective to help you build and establish yourself as a personal brand or as an individual brand?
1: Well, the name certainly helps Jamie Green, the solar queen, (laughs) and the same friend that introduced me to solar was like, Jamie Green, the solar queen, because they were seeing me generate leads that were converting yeah and then installing so in the solar industry it's one thing to generate a lead it's another thing to sell and close the deal it's another thing to make it stick and i think that's the same case for any yeah. sales cycle or any sales situation it's great that it might close but you're always at risk of cancellation for you know for whatever reason oh yeah you know, it happens. I've had in my solar career, two cancellations, two, wow. everything else is installed. And I'm really, really grateful for that. But I think it's, you know, everyone says it's at the front end, it's setting the expectations, it's it's during the presentation, it's establishing the relationship, and then managing it throughout the entire process. And that's where I credit Boeing and my, my, my history at the Boeing company and working as a program manager. I mean, really it was, you should have just called me a relationship manager. Yeah. You know, uh, to, 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 to maintain and manage those relationships because you nurture, I mean, nurture them, you take care of them. Things don't always go as planned with solar and especially with schedules. And so you have to sometimes come and say, you know, your, your installation has slid for X for this reason. Um, but we'll get you installed as soon as possible. And you just, you know, maintain that open lines of communication. Um, but yeah, so th- that's part of, you know, the name certainly helps going back to the name, Jamie Green, the solar queen, the, the friend that introduced me to solar was like, Jamie Green, the solar queen, like, how do you do this? And, and I was like, well, <laughs> you know, it's just, I'm not just like meeting with the homeowner and peace out. Good luck with your solar. I'll see you, you know, see ya sometime. In, in, and later on in life, but I actually stick around and help them through the process because it is about three to five months sometimes of a, you know, process. Yeah. So Jamie Green, the solar queen and just using, you know, social media sharing, sharing things like putting content out there.
0: You know, it's, you kind of drove by this. And this is one of those areas that I think you just have unconscious competence in. (laughs) um, That is really cool, you know, because Here's the thing is most of these salespeople, they're not going to be able to brand themselves as the king or queen of anything. You know, most of the salespeople that we have that are tuning in. And even if you're a business owner, maybe your name doesn't rhyme with your industry um, (laughs) or, you know, your title. But here's the thing that that you kind of drove by quickly, but didn't real or didn't really emphasize that I want to emphasize is it wasn't really just about the Jamie Green, the solar queen, which does help. But it was about the relationships that you were building and the power of those relationships and the stick to itiveness, if you will, that you yeah. had. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because that's
0: that's what converts.
1: It's true. it, it is what converts. And you, I, I'm still in touch with homeowners that I helped, you know, a year, year and a half ago. I've only been in the solar industry. I'm coming up on two years in the solar wow. industry. Uh, I, in this year alone, I, I just reached in individual sales. If I, you know, I took a hiatus, kind of like a four month, five month break. Yeah. Because um, I was working on something else solar related, but that kind of went to the wayside. So now I'm, you know, focusing on building my personal brand and also building out a commercial sales and marketing piece for solar. Um, that, I I hyper focused on on creating content and building like letting people know me see me on Facebook see me on Instagram um start I'm starting to put out content that's on YouTube and just so they can hear my voice or see me or get to know me really and want to do business with me uh but you know I stay in touch with I just touch base with a customer she's actually going to be uh on my my show that i have uh coming up in january um but they have solar on and they also have some businesses that i'm hoping you know in a few years they'll be ready to go solar for their businesses but they you know that's just keeping in touch and yeah uh, i have to work though on my email mark not my email marketing but my you know post sales post installation nurturing (laughs)
0: yeah
1: because that's where what's happened is past customers, they're happy with their experience. They're saving money on their energy costs. They're helping save the planet. And then they talk to their neighbors or their friends or their family, and then they refer business to yeah. me. And so I have several uh, several customers who have done that. And I'm so extremely grateful um, that may not have happened had the relationship piece not been you know steady and strong.
0: Yeah. No. And that's, I think that, you know, what's cool about that is that you're, you're talking about the nurture side. And so often I think in marketing and I'm pulling up a note here um, in marketing, I think that it's really easy to kind of overlook the brand awareness fight phase of things, but people don't realize that's the top of the funnel. Yeah. They don't think about the fact, you know, that a lot of people want to focus really toward the bottom of the funnel. And they want to think about, you know, how can I, Get more business right now, but they don't mm-hmm. think about in the long term. And I think LinkedIn actually even released a study about this not too, not too long ago about how bottom of funnel marketing activity actually starts to lose efficacy over time, hmm. but top of funnel brand awareness actually proves to be more profitable as time goes along. And actually, you know, it's kind of that um, you know, almost like that graph that does one of these numbers, you know, <laughs> where. And that's what you're doing is you're building the relationships and nurturing them even after the sale is made. And that's what's making you money. And you started to you started to say this. and I think you may have shied away from it, but if you don't mind sharing, I mean, in your effectively eight months this year, because you took a four month hiatus, you've generated some pretty serious business with solar.
1: Yeah, it's, I just checked my numbers the other day and it was, I reached a million in sales, personal sales. See, and that's,
0: you're by yourself doing that.
1: All by myself. No ad spend, no ad spend.
0: (laughs) That's the magic word right there, the the no ad spend. I mean, and you know, the the personal branding that you're doing by doing, by being able to produce that. I mean, most people think that's a pie in the sky. And I mean, there are companies that don't produce that.
1: I think I'm realizing that. I I mean, I've never, it's never been about the money. And I and I said this the other day on a show that it's never, it's never, it's not about the money. I think it was in my conversation with Joe Soda. It's really about helping people, helping homeowners, helping business owners save in a way that they don't, it's like it's right out in front of you. The savings are right out in front of you. The money's right out in front of you. You just don't know. Yeah. And so I help uncover that. So all of a sudden, they're they're saving tons of money yeah. with solar. So that's, you know, I get really excited about that. And I get really excited about people having that aha moment. Because a lot of people don't, they may have heard or see solar and they think, you know, the panels are ugly. But <laughs> once you get past the fact that panels are not so ugly that they're actually like money generated. <laughs> <laughs> because if you think about the They're money really going out of your pocket to the util- the greedy utility companies yeah, that course. are going to only charge you more for your electricity and you can own your solar system for less than what you, I mean, it's, re- I have people, this might sound crazy, but I have a couple of homeowners who, where their solar systems are close to a hundred grand. Wow. A hundred thousand dollars. Now think about that for a minute, Brett, a hundred thousand dollars on energy, for their solar panels, some of them are getting backup batteries so they can store that energy and use it, you know, during a power cut or use it during the most expensive time of the day when energy is most expensive. And they're saving like 65% over the next 25 years. So imagine what they would be paying had they stayed with the utility company. We're yeah. talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, 200000 $300,000. This is for residential. Not every residential homeowner is going to have that big of a system. Yeah. But imagine what that means for business owners, business owners who have warehouses, refrigeration, restaurants, you know, grocery stores. If they have the space, the parking lot space, and they want shade structures, I can, I have all this at my fingertips for these homeowners and business owners. And all they're going to be doing is, just uh, once that system's paid for it's just money and money in the bank you know money that's not going out they can spend it on giving people raises or updating their equipment or whatever it is that they all of a sudden come into all this extra money because they've gone yeah. solar saving saving the planet at the same time feeling really good about what they're doing and i get i get to help them do that and discover that so that's why well, I get so excited and I, I, and I am like, well, yeah, because I'm Jamie Green, the solar queen. <laughs> I have that superpower to help you. Uh, it's just a matter of having a conversation. Yeah. No, educating. I think, them.
0: Yeah. I think what's cool about that, and you know, it's, it's just so funny because I just see so many things that, that you don't even realize that you're doing in the personal <laughs> branding. That is so cool because, you know, the top of funnel, the brand awareness, the building that personal brand is all about truly providing the value to help people overcome some of those initial objections. And the easiest way to do that is if you actually care about helping them. Mm -hmm. And so as you actually care about helping them overcome, and it's not just about that dollar bill, then you start to not get hung up on the fact of, okay, well, I've spent X amount of dollars on brand awareness, or in your case, you know, I'm just building that from a personal brand awareness standpoint, and I'm okay with it with every conversation I have not producing dollars tomorrow. Yeah. And so that's what you're, that's really what you're doing is you're, yes, you're approaching it because you've got this amazing heart to help people and really kind of like relieve their bank accounts. (laughs) But that's, I think that's what makes you just so approachable and and your brand as a whole just be so chill.
1: Yeah. Like I
0: I bet, and I don't know this for sure, because you've not told me this. So this is not like some sort of you know, she's told me this before, but I bet most of your conversations when you're talking to homeowners or leads or anything like that, I bet most of them are like, wow, I don't even feel like you're selling me anything. I just feel like we're talking.
1: Yeah. I mean, believe it or not, excuse me, I sold, I helped, I hate using the word sold, but that's really what it is. Yeah. I had a messenger, Facebook, messenger conversation. Get this so it was a $78,000 solar system roof repair or roof replacement combination it all started from a facebook group that i'm in and they always ask you know shout out what you do how people can connect and so i i do that oh yeah and a gal mess sent me a message in my in my messenger and we just started talking about solar and talking about what I would need from her to get her a quote or a a proposal.
0: Yeah.
1: This entire transaction happened over Facebook messenger.
0: And we never met on zoom.
1: We never, we never had a phone conversation. It was entirely through text messaging and Facebook messenger. She, they got installed, they got their new roof. They got everything, they everything all, and it, it was because we just had a conversation <laughs> through messenger
0: see and that's i think that all, that oftentimes we overcomplicate things and and just realizing having that ability to be human and just kind of chill and and willing to have conversations and nurture relationships is what really leads to sales yeah <laughs> no pun intended that was yeah. that was completely unintended and a completely <laughs> unintentional pun there Um, so yeah, that's, so tell me about, you know, the commercial side, because we've talked a lot about the residential side and I know you're just in the early phases of moving into this commercial side and, uh, let's not go without mentioning that you had a pretty major opportunity when you were mentioning or when you were just starting to kind of get into the commercial side. So, so tell us about that too.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, um, (laughs) You know, Ken Walls I, and yeah. I know Ken, Wall, we, we know Ken Walls. Ken Walls has a, a course. That's a
0: claim to fame right there. We know Ken Walls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ken Walls has a, a, a show or not a show. He does have a show. He has several shows, but he has a course on how to grow live. Like it's called Grow Live Academy. Yeah. So I signed up for it. And, you know, obviously I would catch his lives. I was learning about how to do live streaming, the very thing that you and I are doing right now and how to how to make a show and how to, you know, just build the courage to go live because I would go live sporadically here and there. But I was never, I never had a plan. Like I didn't, I just thought, oh, this is a good idea. Maybe I should talk about, you know, rates increasing. <laughs> so I would get on my <laughs> treadmill or my Peloton and would <laughs> do I was like I'm killing two birds with one stone. I'm going <laughs> to find the Peloton rider and I'm going to ride and talk about soul. I mean it was just re- and it's ridiculous. That. I love that. Yeah. In fact, I'm having a, a person uh his name's Russ and he's the inventor of the spin tray which since quarantine has happened, it's a it's a, this um plexiglass tray that you put onto your Peloton handlebars. And you can put your laptop on there and you can spin. Well, not really spin, but you can ride your Peloton and do work at the same time. Nice. So I got one and it's helped, especially during, you know, everyone started working from home. So he's going to be on my guest. He's going to be a guest on my show next uh, in a week and a half from now. So I'm really excited to have him on do a Black Friday uh, special. But I would just randomly go live. From my phone from anywhere uh talking about whatever i wanted to whenever i felt prompted which i think is still an okay thing to do yeah um because that would every time i would go live the correlation was every time i would go live i would get messages in my inbox they would just slide right in and then i would be like oh that led to something so when i took the opportunity to uh, get ken's course uh, in fact, I have an affiliate link for that if anybody wants. To.
0: <laughs> yeah, send um, it over. We'll we'll post it in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it over to you. The comments.
1: Um, he he was talking about Grant Cardone, and I've been following Grant Cardone for years since he, you know 10x book came out. I actually applied that to my trading, and I would win 10x and I would lose 10x at the same time. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so he was talking. He had Grant come onto one of his live streams like he just popped him right on and so i asked some questions and uh you know grant answered some of those questions without knowing who i was um and but what he was doing was promoting this 10x challenge and then the 10x boot camp so i went through the challenge i went through the boot camp there was an opportunity with pete vargas was on it was a part of the boot camp and he is all about using other people's stages and 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 getting your message out you know Sharing on other people's stages. So he presented, he shared his story about how he got onto Grant Cardone's stage, this no-namer, as he called himself, up with all these like you know, big name people in, in business. And so he got on the stage. So he gave he pitched to everybody who signed up to join the boot camp at the certain level, the executive level, I think it was, that they would have the opportunity to pitch to Grant Cardone. So I thought, I'm going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I have nothing to lose. I have everything to gain. So why not do it? And so because of going live and because of having this learning just like weeks ahead of time, this whole uh, live streaming or this, you know, getting a webcam and getting a Yeti mic and getting the lighting and all that stuff and getting set up, I felt like, okay, I could do this. The video had to be less than three minutes long or you would not make it through to the next round. So I had to condense my my pitch, really what my pitch was. So what I was pitching was solar so helping homeowners and business owners um, with solar and why, you know why they should do it with me. So I obviously used Jamie Green the solar queen. I made a video. It got submitted and and I made it through the fir- the top 30. So the top 30 they announced and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that was so cool." And I'm like <laughs> You know, then they were going to go through the videos again and get through the top 10. And then, so I was like, oh, this is really cool if I made the top 10. And sure enough, I made the top 10. And that point in time, I like was freaking out because I was like, (laughs) I have to pitch this live. I have to do this pitch live and I have to do it in front of six to 10,000 people. Um, I messaged Joe and Jeffrey. Jeffrey messaged me on my, on texting me. He goes, we're, we're rooting for you. And I'm like, I'm, thank you. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's Jeffrey. Jeffrey
0: I'm like, oh, thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> so they
1: were rooting for me the whole entire time. And it was, I think I was like the third, I was third. The, let's see. There were 10. So seven people, six people had gone before me. Then, then the seventh person was top-notch, like amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, She actually won second place. And then another person went, then I went, I went right after the one that got second place. I was like, how do I top that? (laughs) (laughs) So, and we had, I think we had four or five minutes to pitch. I think it was. Uh, And I, yeah, I was pitching the, the whole commercial side of it. But what I hadn't figured out with my business model for commercial was how do I tie Uh, Grant Cardone into this like I didn't pitch directly to Grant I just I just tried to regurgitate my my video that I had recorded because if you can imagine the nerves I was I was so nervous but um but he was so kind and gracious and he's like he was asking me all these personal, you know, questions about my sales and what I've been doing in the personal branding. Cause I shared, you know, how do I get, how do I do my marketing and the marketing is through personal branding and social media. And then that converts to the sales and, and then the next part was scaling. And that's what I was, I missed the mark on. I, I said, I don't know how to scale yet. I know scaling is the thing to do, but I'm not there yet. I should have said I signed up for his accelerator program <laughs> to learn how to scale from you, Grant Cardone, and I would, you know, I would love to work uh, with you in helping your commercial properties get solar, and you know, all the your everybody, his audience, and whatnot. So I'm, I, I had learned a lot in that coaching, that very, very wide exposed uh, coaching, <laughs> co- coaching moment for me. So yeah, and then he tweeted out. Me, he recorded me while I was pitching and, and then not tweeted. He uh, put added me to his Instagram story. And then my social media like started blowing up. I thought, oh my gosh, what's happening here? Wasn't even on the forefront <laughs> of the mind of what was going to happen as a, as a result of that. So that was kind of cool.
0: You know what's awesome about that is it really just came because you were willing to take action. And frankly, what I can only imagine was extremely uncomfortable action. And just push outside of your comfort zone. So, I mean, that's just such an amazing lesson. Um, yeah. yeah. But talk, talk to us a little bit about the commercial side. I mean, a lot of the people that um, that will see this, especially across LinkedIn, you know, they mm-hmm. own large commercial buildings and, and things like that. What are you seeing with the solar industry and the commercial side?
1: I'm seeing that. Well, for, first of all, I've seen some people get solar, commercial solar, and then the solar companies go out of business. And what ends up happening is they're called orphaned solar systems. Uh, and that means something, you know, they get the solar, they've had it, something goes wrong with their system. They don't even know it and they don't know how to fix it. They don't know who to call. Yeah. So, one of the beauties of working with me and my installer installation partners for the, on the commercial side is they offer what's called an opera, you know, operations and, um, maintenance, uh, package. And it's very extremely affordable when you, when you think about what could, how much you would be spending if your system goes down and you end up, pulling from the grid, all the energy that your system, your solar system is supposed to be producing for you. Yeah, I had someone with a very small commercial solar system have like an $8,000 true up bill. And that just means their system stopped generating all the energy it was supposed to because something went wrong with some of the fuses that are tied into the inverter, which is the components. There are three major components to a solar system. It's the solar panel, It's the inverter and it's your, your, you know, your electrical panel, uh, and possibly a battery, but there was a component, some fuses that had blown and they didn't know it. They had no clue until they got the true up, which is when the utility companies settle up with either the business owner or the homeowner, um, every year after they're on their anniversary of going, um, solar. So they reached out to me and, um, my my installation partner was able to go out and fix the fuses, and but then they're still using more energy than that original system was designed to produce. So we're helping them get, you know, uh, more panels added to their system, and to really uh, get, you know, have all their energy be renewable energy as much as possible. Yeah. So what that means is they're gonna buy their solar system any commercial. Or a business owner is gonna, they're gonna buy their comer- their solar system, they're gonna be able to take advantage of the federal tax credit. So for residential and commercials, right now it's twenty six percent. We're winding down. We're we're moving away from that. January first, it's gonna be twenty two percent. So the business owners can take advantage of the tax credit. But not only can they take advantage of that tax credit, they can also depreciate all the costs of the solar system.
0: So the tax credit is. We'll say in January going to be twenty two percent of the cost of the system, and then you get to depreciate the cost of the system.
1: Yeah. Wow. So at at the end of the day, and some states have uh, state incentives too. So it's state tax credits, and then some. You know, you can. uh, Yeah, you can, and depreciation under the current law. uh, Current law. Yeah, and and I was going to say. President, you know the administration. You can depreciate in year one, so okay. it's huge, huge. Like it's just you, you pay it up front, but then you get it all back when you go yeah. to you know do your taxes and and every file your taxes and whatnot. So you get the depreciation, you get the tax credit, and then you get cash flow back into your business. Um, the, the you know the process is really simple, though. It's it's a matter of getting the utility bill um, over to me. We analyze, we call into the utility company, or we analyze the usage, and we design a system that is going to be large enough to produce for you, and for their, their, you know, the business for the home. Um, And then there's some really amazing technology. One of my installers has uh, this; it's a dual access, like it moves, the it it rotates with the sun
0: so it moves the panels so that you're getting yeah, more yeah
1: so it, it like it tilts and it and it moves with the the sun so it's it's pretty amazing because it requires a really small footprint on in the earth um you can use them as you know parking structures like parking uh shade structures obviously they're not going to tilt all the way like to this yeah. you know with the sun but they'll tilt like you know this much but and they just they rotate with the sun. it's amazing Uh, So shade structures are huge. You know, people in Hawaii, when we went to Maui uh, earlier this year, before the lockdown, we were at Costco and their entire parking lot is shade structures of solar system, like solar panels on there. And everyone parks there because they don't want their car being beaten by the sun and breaking down the, you know, the car that way. But um, so that's, that's requires less solar panels, but produces more energy than a standard like fixed structure yeah it's g- incredible that's incredible um, this is also great for agricultural um, people who have farms and wineries or where they don't want to use up their farming land you know for to put all these ground fixed ground mounts it's just a singular you know <laughs> uh, pole i don't know what the it's like a huge stand it just goes into the ground it's fitted in and then the 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 panels, they, they rotate with the sun so they can still keep using their, their, their ground, their, um, their land to be productive for them and, and generating income for their, their own businesses.
0: So, okay. So last, last question here, what are you seeing is, well, I won't say it's the last question. Um, one of the last questions, what are you seeing the percentage on average? And I know that there, it's going to vary wildly, but what do you see as a, as the average percent that people will say, Residents and then we'll say commercial can generally save with solar.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, For residential, it can vary. It all depends on how much energy. And it varies, I would say for businesses too. It all depends on how much energy they're using. You know, an average homeowner here in California, I feel like they're using between seven and 800 kilowatt hours a month. Mm -hmm. In California, where they're not running their air conditioning all the time, But you go to a state like Arizona, Nevada, Florida, where it's roasting hot and they're using 14, 1500 kilowatt, I mean, double. Yeah. So, and then, and then you have to factor in what is the utility company charging per kilowatt hour? Yeah. So here in California, I'm seeing anywhere between 20 to 60% savings. 60 is pretty, 60% is up there when they're, those homeowners have $1,000 utility bills then they're wow. going to go down to a 300-ish 350-ish maybe 400 most depend it all depends on what they're getting if they're getting a backup yeah. battery if they need a ground mount if they're have a, a really complicated complex roof that there's you know special material or uh, equipment used for that um and then it all depends yeah so it all just varies what they're all needing to go solar so yeah. that's all analyzed Uh, when they meet with me, and then I'm able to put that together. So I see, and the reason why is because a lot of people get, once they go past a certain threshold, and this applies to business owners too, once they reach a certain threshold, they're considered high energy users, and they penalize the homeowner and the business owner for using more energy than the rest. So they charge, here in Northern California, it's like 50 cents a kilowatt hour for anything that exceeds over uh, about 800 900 kilowatt hours it all they they really just look at everybody individually but that's where these homeowners that do use 1500 kilowatt hours a month they're they're spending so much more money than the person that's only uses 700 kilowatt hours because they're paying twice as much per kilowatt yeah. hour and then twice as much they're doubling double, double. it so yeah. But the solar, you know, you, they get the solar system installed and the solar panels, they're paying for the cost of goods and for the installation, for the permitting, they're paying for the entire experience of going solar. Like I can't be like, oh, it's, you know, this much. Per, that's the, that's the- <laughs> well, how much per panel? Well, you know, I can't, I can't really tell you that because that's not how we price solar. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's priced per watt, you know, so it's, it's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's
0: like how to generate, yeah. Yeah, so
1: that's what I help yeah. take care of and help present and and show them the cost benefits to the homeowner and to the business owners. A lot of business owners, you know, they'll break even depending on how much they're spending, they'll break even and uh, you know as fast as 3 years to 6 7 years because wow. of the um the tax credit and depreciation.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So, now this will be the last question. So, how can people get in touch with you if they want to discuss going solar?
1: So, you can reach out to me on like Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, Instagram people message me there too, but I'm Jamie Green, the Solar Queen uh, on Facebook and LinkedIn uh, is there. Um, you can email me at jamie at jamiegreenthesolarqueen.com for residential. And then my, my, commercial solar business that I'm getting ready to launch is Excelsior solar. So you can reach me at excelsior, Jamie at excelsior Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. And I did forget to mention, and I want to make sure I pu- uh, mention this, that Jamie is also doing a Facebook live show called kickstart conversation. So if you've not had a chance to check that out, make sure that you check that out and reach out to her. Um. So, Jamie, if you want to hang out for just a second, I'll uh, yeah. go ahead and wrap us up here.
1: Thank you. Thanks for Thank having you. me on your show today, Britt.
0: Thank you so much. So, guys, I'm telling you, if you have any interest whatsoever in solar, um, whether it be for your business or for your own house, make sure to reach out to Jamie because she is phenomenal. And as you can tell, she takes very good care of people. Um, I thank you so much for tuning in today to episode four of leading to sales next week on Monday, we will have Carrie Nabb from digitalmarketer.com as a guest on Monday, and she is going to be talking about the power of expertise in your business. So make sure to tune in that is going to be next Monday. And then obviously next Thursday is Thanksgiving here in the States. So if you are here in the States, I uh, wish you a happy Thanksgiving if we don't hear, you, hear from you until then. And with that, don't forget that no matter what, we're keeping LinkedIn real.